Sam Bankman-Fried and Carolyn Ellison conspired to keep Bitcoin under 20000 by secretly selling Bitcoin belonging to customers. Caroline Ellison alleges that SBF utilized Thai sex worker IDs in a bid to unfreeze $1 billion in Alameda funds before resorting to bribery. As much as I want to put this FTX collapse behind me, move forward, look forward to the good times that are going to happen in crypto, we can't. Too much information is coming out in this FTX trial day by day that affects crypto, that affects how we should look at crypto and the lessons we need to learn moving forward into the next bull run. So buckle up, kids. My name is Milton, and this is a crypto breaking news edition of CryptoWise. Okay, kids, before we dive deep into the FTX trial and extract the important information we need to know and the lessons we need to learn moving forward, do me a favor, smash that like button, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. The newly relaunched CryptoWise is here, so please do us a favor if you appreciate the content. Help us help others find the channel by smashing that like button and making sure you are subscribed to the channel. And of course, follow us over on X, aka Twitter at CryptoWiseGuys. That's at CryptoWiseGuys. A couple of days ago, I posted this exclusive content just on X. It was the CryptoWise Photo Finish Game Racing Report. You know that I love Photo Finish. You know that me and Marvin love Photo Finish. So what I did was post the very first CryptoWise Photo Finish Game racing report right onto x so make sure you go to at crypto wise guys and check that out if you haven't already all right crypto wisers if you're like me and you're looking at these big red bubbles it is not easy to feel great today about crypto it has been a rough rough week we have amazing projects like rune down 23.7 percent solana after a great week is now down almost seven percent this week avax down almost 10 percent but the one thing i want you all to keep in mind is this bitcoin having countdown we are only 183 days away from the bitcoin having what does this mean it means hope it means that there will be a next bull run if you believe in the four-year cycle of bitcoin which i do look we are two years into crypto winter we have survived two years of this crypto winter 183 days from the halving now i'm not saying that bitcoin is going to explode by the time the halving happens but once that halving happens things are going to shift the narrative will shift and then we are looking at a six to eight month window before we start seeing significant price rises in crypto which means the next 183 days are super important to create your investing strategy for crypto, to fill your bags of the altcoins and the Bitcoin that you want to own once those prices start going up, which is why I am here today making this video because I want to be with you guys for that journey for the next 183 days, which I think are the most crucial of any Bitcoin cycle. I want to be here creating content for you, hopefully having a conversation over on X with you about crypto, about crypto investing strategy, and going deep into all the different chains and the dApps being built on them, which ones we think are going to do the best in the next bull cycle. That is the good news. The bad news is we are still in crypto winter. We still got a ways to go. And the big catalyst that sent us all the way down a year ago which stopped us from bouncing off the 20,000 and keep going up to maybe hit the 30. No, we went down. We hit those bottoms at about $15,000 Bitcoin. That was because of FTX collapse. 
It's been a very long year, but finally, SBF is on trial. Hopefully, justice will prevail. A lot of people got hurt. A lot, a lot of people. Close friends of mine really got hurt. I know so many people who used FTX in the last bull run who still have their money stuck on there. So hopefully, this trial is the first step towards justice being served and being able to finally move on from this FTX nightmare. All right. The two main characters in the FTX collapse are these two folks right here. That's right. Take a good look at these two folks because these two are the people that we, a year ago, were hoping were going to save crypto. They did not do that. They almost tried to kill it single-handedly. Thank God they are not going to be able to do that. But wow, did they ever do some damage. That is Sam Bankman-Fried and Carolyn Ellison. If you've been living under a rock or just new to crypto, Sam Bankman-Fried, he started Alameda, which is a venture fund, a crypto venture fund. Then he started FTX, which was one of the most used centralized crypto exchanges in the last bull run, second only to Binance. Carolyn Ellison was his girlfriend, okay? And because he ran both Alameda and FTX, which he should not have been doing, he told the world that he was no longer running Alameda and that the new CEO of Alameda was going to be Carolyn Ellison, his girlfriend. At some point within FTX and Alameda, they started spending customer funds to pay back some loans and do a whole bunch of other things. That grew a 10 billion plus hole in FTX. That $10 billion were customers' funds that they had put on the platform. They were missing $10 billion. And so last year, when people started getting worried and wanted to take their money out, that was discovered and this whole mess began. So Sam Bankman-Fried is on criminal trial right now. He is the one who is being prosecuted. Carolyn Ellison has pled guilty and has been on the stand the last couple of days testifying against Sam Bankman-Fried. And this is where a lot of the pertinent information, the kind of secret information that we didn't know about, the little tidbits of how crypto was being run, how one of the biggest crypto exchanges was being run in the background. We're getting some of that information now. And that is what I am about to go through with you now is just extracting what are the important details there and what do we think that means moving forward in crypto. Okay, if you're looking for good information about the trial, Wired is doing a great uh, live update on their website. That's Wired.com. You have the regular players in the crypto media platform, uh, something like Coindesk has been covering it, obviously, a lot. Although they do need uh, maybe some new editors over at the site because there's so many spelling errors, even one in this first paragraph right here. Sam Bankman-Fried convinced her that so much mores were worth bending. I think that's supposed to be morals. Come on, Coindesk. Anyway, I digress. Someone who I think deserves a special shout out is actually at Inner City Press on X or Twitter. He's been doing live threads, uh, X threads about the trial, about the testimony, more specifically about Carolyn Ellison's testimony, and I found them the most useful. So that's what I'm going to be using in today's video to kind of go through and talk about the salient points that she has revealed in her testimony. So without any further ado, let's just jump right in. So this is yesterday, October 11th, 2023's testimony here. The lawyer asks, good morning, Ms. Ellison. We'll pick up. What happened with Alameda's trading positions? Ellison says coin values went down. So, I mean, one of the crazy things about this trial, in my opinion, is the fact that if we were still in a bull market, 
FDX would still be going on. They would still be doing their insane things about just spending customer money and, and basically trying to take over the world with customer money. And it might have actually worked. That is how insane the world is sometimes, is that Sam Bankman fried for how corrupt, evil, narcissistic, whatever you want to call him, clearly a bad dude, actually almost took over the world. And maybe if the Luna collapse didn't happen, this whole dominoes doesn't happen. And maybe he's still running FTX. Maybe it is now the biggest exchange in the world. You never know. They go on to ask, how did the downturn in the crypto currency markets impact Alameda's loans. Ellison says lenders were recalling the loans. Was Alameda required to repay? Yes, they were open-ended loans. How did you learn about it? Slack and Telegram. So essentially, as the coins went down, everyone is scrambling for money. A lot of people had loaned money to FTX or Alameda, and they were calling, basically saying, okay, we need that money back and they didn't have it. So for example, there was an open term loan by Genesis for 400 million and they wanted that back. She says that they were very stressed out and that they needed that $400 million back. And then the lawyer says, where would the money Alameda would take from FTX come from? And she says it plain as day, customers. They were using customers' money to pay back these loans, creating a big hole in the customer's money. So therefore, when everyone started freaking out and hearing the rumors, tried to take their money out, that's when the whole bank run started and the collapse of FTX happened. Now, Caroline is saying that Sam told her to do this. Sam's defense is that he was busy running FTX, that he let Carolyn run Alameda. So we shall see. I don't know. I think both of them should go down. I think Sam obviously should go down the most. Now, in terms of how much money we're talking about, they ask how much USD had customers deposits versus how much was available to them on FTX. She says that they had deposited $13 billion, only $3 billion were available to them on FTX. That's where this $10 billion hole comes from that we know about. They ask her if, they, if she was worried about this. She says yes, and she thought it was wrong. We didn't find any new sources of capital. I continued to worry about FTX customers finding out and trying to withdraw all at once. Then they ask, how much did Alameda repay? She says $5 billion. The lawyers ask, who is Matt Balanswig? She says that he was the head of lending at Genesis. He was asking us for a more updated view of the balance sheet. Where were you living at the time? In the Bahamas. You had meetings in the apartment. Yes. What did you do? Sam said, don't send the balances to Genesis. We were borrowing $10 billion from FTX, and we had $5 billion in loans to our own executives and affiliate entities. We thought that Genesis might share the info. So what did the defendant tell you to do? He told me to come up with alternative ways to present the information. He wanted me to conceal things on our balance sheet, so I prepared seven different balance sheets. I did not want to be dishonest, but I presented the alternatives to Sam, and I let him decide. And then they show the spreadsheet that he used, which was one of the seven alternatives. So anyway, that is point number one that has come out clearly from her testimony. There was pure corruption. We have it black and white here. Customer funds were being used to pay back other loans. If you'll remember a year ago, Sam Bankman fried was going all over the place, even after collapse, saying he did not use customer funds. That was clearly a lie. Point number one they're definitely going down for is commingling customer funds, Alameda taking customer funds from FTX, using it to do whatever the heck they wanted to do with it. All right. The next thing I want to talk about is this idea of Sam and FTX selling Bitcoin to keep the price under 20 
thousand. Coin Telegraph has an article here. Did FBF really use FTX traders Bitcoin to keep BTC price under 20k? And again, this article comes from the testimony of Carolyn Ellison. So let's go back to at Inner City Press's thread here. This is part of the testimony. The lawyer asks, "What are these?" Ellison notes from a conversation with Sam. I wrote, "Keep selling BTC if it's over 20k." Lawyer, you wrote FTX may raise. What does that mean? Ellison raise capital by selling equity to get more money to investors like MSB, the Saudi prince. So anyway, this—that's where this idea of people thinking that Sam Bankman-Fried and FTX wanted Bitcoin to stay under 20k, which is kind of what this article on Coin Telegraph is saying. But I have to say that I, I disagree with that analysis. I agree more with Adam Back, who you can find on X at Adam3us. He says, so that sounds to me more like SBF need USD liquidity, sell BTC, but don't sell below 20k and not try to keep BTC under 20k. Because I can't think of any reason why they would want to keep it under 20k unless they were shorting it. But it does sound to me, I agree with Adam Beck, that it's more this idea that they really needed the liquidity, and but they didn't want to sell it under 20K because they just thought it was too low a price. So he was saying, well, just wait until it goes over 20K, and then you can keep selling some. As it goes over 20K, then sell some. Either way, honestly, to me, this speaks to the greater problem with crypto, which is the market manipulation of the big players. Look, we know that there's a lot of fraud. There's a lot of scammers. There's a lot of, you know, hackers. There are a lot of reasons why being in crypto is or can be unsafe. And you have to be very, very careful, especially as a retail trader. But one of these other things is market manipulation. Now, the problem is with people like maybe say yourself, myself for sure, is I really believe in the, in the technology and what's being built here and, and why I invest in it is because I really believe that these things will organically go up in value as they end up being used more and more and the utility of the tokens, uh, you know, play out and therefore should accrue value. But the problem is, if you're in this market, what you also have to remember is that there is just so much manipulation going on that the price of the tokens that you love might not have anything to do with really the fundamentals or even just organic market uh, movement. It could be manipulation. And so it's just another thing that you have to keep in mind if you're going to invest in crypto. And that brings me to my next point. And this is maybe the most important information I think that came out of this testimony. And that has to do with Solana. Now, if you watch this channel, you know that I've been talking about Solana a lot recently on the channel. Marv and I even did a very recent episode called Is Solana Back, which you can watch right here. Solana is definitely part of my portfolio for the 2025 bull run. I really believe in it at these prices from $20. But I've also said that I'm not sure it's going to hit the all-time highs that it hit last bull run. And the reason why I say that is because I think that it was manipulated. The price was being manipulated by FTX. And so it hit highs that were artificial highs last bull run. There's a really interesting part here where Caroline Ellison starts talking about Solana. So the lawyer asks, what is Solana? A blockchain. And you didn't share Sam's enthusiasm about it. I did not. And in another part of her testimony, she says that 
Not only were they selling Bitcoin, but that they were buying up FTT, no surprise, but also Serum and Solana, which they referred to as Sam's coins. So again, just looking at the Solana chart, obviously that was market manipulation, that there was a lot of excitement around Solana and they just were throwing gasoline on the fire, which really sent it to, to artificial highs. Now look, we Solana went from zero to basically around $170 and then it went down and up and it stayed for, for a few weeks uh, at around 170 and then from there it went from 170 all the way up to 250 now for me i don't trust the i it's just impossible to trust this chart now the only thing is will could it repeat in that people will look at the chart and therefore forget about the ftx things and just now it becomes you know this kind of self-fulfilling prophecy that it will go to to its old all-time highs the way the other cryptos will probably do it i don't know but for me i'm i'm distrustful i still hold solana i think it's going to do really well in the next bull run but i don't think it's going to reach that all-time high because i think that this at least this last pump from 170 all the way to 250 might be a false pump or we we just don't know we don't know where the market manipulation was happening but we do know now because of carolyn ellison's testimony that there was indeed market manipulation of the Solana token. Okay, two more things to come out of this testimony that I think are things that you will only find in crypto. It is amazing how many times I think to myself, only in crypto. Okay, the lawyer asks, here you wrote negative 150 million from the thing. What was the thing? Ellison, the bribe to China. And to explain this, I'll go over to the ex-account of the Wolf of All Streets, Scott Melker. He uh, kind of writes out the explanation here. Sam Bankman-Fried tried to use Thai prostitutes to unlock frozen funds. In the criminal trial of FTX and Alameda Research, co-founder Sam Bankman-Fried, former Alameda CEO Carolyn Ellison, has testified that the firm paid a $150 million bribe to an unidentified Chinese government official. The bribe was an attempt to unlock $1 billion of Alameda's frozen assets on the OKX and Huobi cryptocurrency exchanges. These funds were originally frozen because someone at Alameda had traded with another party suspected of involvement in money laundering. Bankman-Fried initially resisted the idea of bribery. Before resorting to it, the firm had tried other avenues to recover the frozen funds. One such attempt involved using the identification of Thai prostitutes to create accounts on the affected exchanges, a strategy that ultimately proved unsuccessful. So not only do they have a billion dollars locked up in these Asian accounts that they can't access, first they try to use identification of Thai prostitutes. That doesn't work. So then they give a Chinese government official a $150 million bribe. $150 million. That is insane. All right. And one last one, because this was a big deal last year, was before the collapse happened, CZ from Binance came out and said he was going to sell the FTT tokens that they had. That kind of started this whole domino effect. And Carolyn Ellison tweeted out at the time that they would buy any FTT tokens that he had for $22. And everyone was like, that's a weird tweet. 
Seems like they really want to keep that $22 price of FTT. And then everyone realized that if it gone lower than that, they were going to be liquidated out of a lot of uh, different loans. They were using FTT as capital. Well, in the testimony, what came out were a screenshot of these uh, signal messages that confirms all that. Basically, in this signal messages, Carolyn comes out to the to Sam and the other staff at FTX and says, I think I'm going to tweet at CZ that we will buy all from him at $22. Any objections? Ben replies, I can imagine that hurting. Might be better if the market is willing to buy for $22 rather than an affiliate, but not strongly opposed. Then Sam weighs in and says, I think the main point is just to counter the PR narrative here. And Binance probably won't take us up on it. I also think for what it's worth that the market is likely to buy more if we tweet it. But I don't know. Carolyn says, I'm about to tweet. FTT will go up. And then Sam says, guessing it makes sense to speed up freeing up capital, seeing significant withdrawals. So This just confirms everything that everyone knew. Basically, once she made that tweet that we'll buy it at $22, that was the beginning of the end for FTT and FTX and has gotten us all here. But ultimately, guys, this is, I mean, there's no getting away with it. This trial is bad PR for all of crypto, but ultimately will make crypto healthier in the long run. If, you know, I think the silver lining is if if Sam and FTX had survived that, you know, it could have just been an even bigger blow up for crypto down the line. But what I think I take away from all this saga is definitely to remember there is a major market manipulation going on in crypto. As long as we are just a tiny asset class, big players in the space are able to manipulate the price. And that goes doubly for any altcoin that you're in. It doesn't mean I'm not saying you shouldn't ever invest in crypto. I'm heavily, heavily invested in crypto. I believe in it as the uh, greatest upside asset out there from an investor standpoint. But what is your timeline? If you are, if you really need to get money out of one of these investments, just know at any given time, these big boys out there, they can manipulate the price to the upside or the downside whenever they want to. And we are seeing that so clearly through this testimony that has happened in the FTX trial over the last couple of days. 100%, I have learned this lesson over and over again in crypto. Trust no one. Trust no one in crypto. It's just not worth it. The great thing about crypto is that you can do your own research. You can hold your own coins. There are a lot of amazing people in crypto, a lot of amazing tech in crypto, but just know that you are playing on a playing field that is not always fair. And that has been confirmed for us in the last couple of days. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's video. If you did, please do me a favor, smash that like button and make sure you are subscribed to our channel. And of course, follow us over on X Twitter at Crypto Wise Guys. And guys, if you don't know this already, we are also in podcast form. So if you're watching us on YouTube right now, and if instead of watching, you'd rather just listen to us because our show works great as either a podcast or video, just know that you can find us on any of your favorite podcast platforms. Thank you as always for watching. Until next time, I'm Milton saying over and out.